You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of the evening where we join our very own uh, Maulana Salim Karim on his segment, The Family Room. And alhamdulillah, these are issues uh, that are being addressed purely for educational purposes. And alhamdulillah, Maulana Salim Karim, with the years and years of experience as an alim, and alhamdulillah, an alim that is blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that at a very young age uh, made hijra from his hometown of Ladysmith to, uh, yeah, he went to uh, Pakistan, people. Yeah, Pakistan and or subsequently India and many other places around the world to acquire the knowledge to bring it back home. And Alhamdulillah, he's an asset to the House of Islam. Mulana, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening on your segment, The Family Room, Mulana? Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Ladi Binamatihi Tatimu Sadihad. That whatever favors Allah has blessed us with on our tongue, this dua must be constant. Alhamdulillah, Ladi Binamatihi Tatimu Sadihad. That you are grateful to Allah for all the good deeds that have reached us, and we are enjoying the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And number two is when things don't work out in your favor, for whatever reason, Allah ta'ala is halimun khabir. Allah knows everything about us. Every single thought, every single intention, every single move, Allah ta'ala is aware of. So what should be our criteria in life? Work for a cause, not for applause. But by whatever we do, we must do it for the pleasure of Allah. That if we do any actions, any amals and deeds, it must be solely and only for the pleasure of Allah. So work for a cause, not for applause. Live life to express the gratitude of Allah, not to impress others. So the most important thing every morning for you and me, Shafatwai, is to correct our niyat. Que Allah blessed you and me with another day, another opportunity. What am I going to do with today? Maybe my last chance, last few minutes or seconds that Allah is giving me to make sincere tawbah so that when I meet him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased. So dua to Allah, as our topic is about moth, are we ready? Are we in the readiness? Have we made preparations? And do we know what is going to happen to us at the time of death and thereafter? Have we done the important things that Rasulullah asked us to do? If there is anything that you need to be in readiness for, it's more. So dua to Allah, Ya Rabbal Alameen, let my death only reach me and you have forgiven me and my sins and you are pleased with me. Allahu Akbar. The tall task, but it's left to you. So 
left to you. You want to enjoy life or you want to cry tears? It's your choice. So, Rabbul Alameen, O oh Allah, let my death only reach me when you have forgiven me and my sins and you are pleased with me. Number two, don't fear death. Fear the state in which you will die. This is so important, respected brothers. Allah Ta'ala, give all of us husni khatima. When we leave this world, Allah is pleased with you and me. And we go with deeds and our mouths that will secure us into Jannah. The beautiful hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mamata wa huwa bari'um min al-kibr wal-khulul wa-dayn dakhal al-jannah. Whoever passes on and he is free from pride. Number one. Number two, ghulul, deceit, cheating. Unfairness. What gain? He dies and he's owing people no money. Dakhal al-Jannah. Allah will grant that person Jannah. Now just look at this beautiful hadith and all of us do some introspection. Are we not guilty of any one of these things? Imam Mata, when a person passes away, and bari min al-kibar, he has no pride. He was a humble, simple, and mukhlis person. No pride. Wal ghulul was honest, trustworthy. He didn't deceive anybody. He didn't cheat anybody. He didn't do anybody down. And number three, what they, he was owing nobody money. He had a clean record. What's the sawab? Dakhal al-Jannah. Allah Ta'ala will grant Jannah to that individual. So Shafat Bhai, that being the introduction, I don't know if you have some questions. But inshallah, as a beautiful saying in Urdu, Maud kehti hai chalo. That is saying, I'm ready, come. And all the desires and wish is saying to you, no, not now, hold on. This man is confused now. On one side, Moth is saying, Chalo, let's go, I'm waiting, Chalo. And your passion and desire, your shock and your desire for this dunya, Hold on, I still have to finish my mission. So Allah wale ne kaha ke marne wale par ye ajeeb kaifiyat peida ho jati hai. Ya, you in a dilemma, what must I do? So Rasulullah said, maut se pehle, maut ki tayari karo. Tia cut for a Muslim. Leave your desire and arzu one side. Ji, maut se pehle, maut ki tayari karo. 
Yes, sir, Molana. You know, as you know, our composite go around, and you know the amount of uh, questions uh, that come uh, for you. And Alhamdulillah, when you decide on a topic, and I get into the files, and uh, this is the, uh, one of the questions I pulled out on Moth. And a brother says, "Assalamu alaikum, Molana Salim Karim." It was exactly fifty years ago when my papa made a parda from this dunya. I recall that evening that Papa was telling me, take good care of your mother and also get your sisters married before you get married. And I was just a young lad then, uh, Molana. Papa passed away that evening in a car accident. And true to, the, uh, true to what he said, I did what he said, uh, Molana. But uh, now I want to know from you, Molana, do all people know that they're going to die? And uh, they talk to the family members uh, before that. In my case, my Papa was very young. He was only 35 when he passed on, but he told me that, and I know he was within two hours he was gone and made parda from this dunya. It still is so vivid, Molana. Please advise. Molana, that's a very uh, touching story coming through. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, hi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihin ladheen asfafa. أَمَّا بَعْدُ فَأَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فِي الْقُرْآنِ الْمَجِيدِ وَالْفُرْقَانِ الْحَمِيدِ وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ مَاذَا تَكْسِبُ غَدًا وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ بِأَيِّ أَرْضٍ تموت إن الله عليم خبير What a beautiful ayat. The knowledge of five things only Allah has. When Qiyamah is going to come, when it's going to rain, how much it's going to rain, where it's going to rain. And number three, What's in the mother's womb, the child that's going to be born will be naked, pious, or will the child be nafarman? That knowledge only Allah has. Yesterday somebody will say, but I can the doctors predict the sex of the baby or the gender of the baby uh, quite early. So how come Allah Ta'ala is saying that the knowledge only Allah has? No. Alamai Kiram said, not Allah knows exactly the child that's going to be born. Will the child be pious or not pious? That knowledge only Allah has. So if the doctor is telling you the sex of the baby, and see the pazab and punishment for those couples who go to the doctor or to the gynae and they want to know in advance see, whether it's a girl baby and what used to happen in the Zamana Jahiliyat they hated a female child they hated they considered it a curse to have a girl child see? and what would they do they would bury that child alive if it's a girl baby so now you go to India see, because the dowry system is such a horrible system, unfair, unjust, robbery, daylight robbery, as if you're selling your daughter. Gee? So the parents want to find out, is it 
when the woman falls pregnant for the first time, Shabbat, in the first one, two months, they want to find out the sex of the baby. And if it's a girl, they tell abort that baby. We do not want a girl child. Na'uzu billah min zalik. And see what Allah Pak says to you and me in the Quran. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu la taqrabu zina. Innahu kana fahisha. Wa fi maqamin akhar qala Allah. La taqtuluhu awladakum khashyata imlaq. Nahnu narzukuhum wa iyaakum. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu la taqrabu zina. You see the curse of zina? illegitimate children. Three quarter of the world. Okay. Children are born out of a marriage. Okay. They are blessed. Those children who are born in a marriage, sorry, and those who are born out of a marriage. Illicit relationship, fornication, zina, adultery. Okay. What a curse to society. You want pious children, then marry, and that should be your mission in life. Allah grants us pious children. But illegitimate children, gee, they are innocent. They did nothing wrong. It's the parents. Because they don't inherit any child that is born out of wedlock. And many of us made mistakes. We married. We had affairs. We made the lady pregnant. Now there's a child. You want to take responsibility for the child. You to look after the child. Yes, obviously in terms of sharia, the child will not inherit. Yes, from one third of your sadaqah or one third of your wasir, you can make some provision for the child. But the child won't inherit in terms of sharia. So what are we doing, Shafadba? So coming back to your point where the brother asked a question, that his father passed away at a young age. Yes, Maud kullu nafsin zaitatul maut. As I read to you the ayat, وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ مَعْذَا تَكْسِبُ غَدَى What's going to happen to you and me in the next minute? For the next second, nobody but Allah knows. You don't even know if you took the first step, you're taking the next step, will you be alive or not? وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ مَعْذَا تَكْسِبُ غَدَى وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ بِأَيَّ أَرْضٍ تَمُورٍ and you don't even know where you will be buried. So yes, Murana, whether it's a child, whether it's a teenager, whether it's an adult, whether it's an elderly person, whether it's young, whether it's old, whether it's ugly, whether it's pretty, kullu nafsin Each one of us are going to have a taste of death. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. And the best thing you can do we love our parents to birth. They have left us. They gone to a better place. See? Allah will say to them if they were pious and naked, Enter where my servants are in Jannah. And enter Jannah. This is the glad tiding that we all are waiting for. That when we are going to leave this world, Allah must say to us, Oh, now, because of your deeds, because of your amals, your good character, your good morals, your ibadat, everything, your akhlaq, fadkhuli fi ibadat. And remember, you will die as you live. 
אמרתם תונה As you lived your life in this world, if you were a playboy, so everything was about vice, drinking, singing, gambling, drugging, think of all the words, womanizing, then as you lived your life, you're going to die like that. Just remember that. As you live the life, that's how Allah is going to take you. Allahumma hafazna. Allah protect us. Let us die with Husni Khatib. So respected brothers, we must make this dua to Allah Ta'ala. And I'm sure that father who passed on at that young age had given some directives to the children. And that's what we should do. We shouldn't wait for old age to start directing and giving instructions to our children. First and foremost, each one of us who are Balif right now, boys, girls, Husband, wife, brothers, sisters, elders. Make sure that each one of you have an Islamic world. If it's not done today, do it immediately, if not tomorrow. But don't ever sleep without your will being made out. In the eyes of Allah, you are gunihgar. Rasulullah sounded a warning. That no one of you or none of you should sleep without the will under their pillow. How come I call in the So we need to make our theater. So obviously our parents are speaking to us on a daily basis. See, if I'm gone tomorrow, the big brother takes the position of the father. He is now the Amir of the house. And we have to give him that respect because he is now second in charge after the father's demise. Yes, the mother will definitely be in charge as well. But it's the duty of the eldest son to take responsibility of his sibling and about his mother. So, dua to Allah, Rabbul Alameen, Shafat Bhai. Allahumma barik li fi awladi. Allah bless us through our children. Wa la Allah keep them out of danger. Wa wafiqhum bi Allah help them to obey you. That's a good son. That's an obedient son or a daughter. As they said, وَوَفِّقْهُمْ Allah help them to obey you. So yeah, is it a father gave nasihat to this young man at a very young age. Kibeta, I want you to do this if I'm no more tomorrow. And subhanAllah, every father, every mother, should be writing out a directive to their children. If I die tomorrow, I may not see you or you may not see me because I may be gone somewhere. And I might not get the opportunity to sit with you, to always write out a will. And together with, with that will, a nasihat nama. Okay, I die, I want you all to do the following. Keep the family unity. Keep the muhabbat. Respect each other. Read Quran. G. Read namaz on time. A, B, C, D. You can list all that you want them to do. G. Who must perform your salat and janaza? Who must give you ghusl? Where's my kafan? Where's the money for the kafan? G. What I expect you all to do. Subhanallah, have we written that down? No, we haven't. We have written every other thing down, but what's going to happen to you and me tomorrow? 
sometime when a person died, everybody is stuck now. What to do? Where is the world? What is the directive? So, make that public knowledge. Every day, remind your children that tomorrow, either one of us are not going to get up. So, this is where my will is kept. This is where my directives are for you all. This is where the money is kept for my kafan dafan. Please make sure that that amanat is fulfilled. So, yes, Shafat Bhai, Allah Ta'ala reward that young man who's crying for his father. But Alhamdulillah, Allah reward him and his family for carrying out the directors of their father. Allah Ta'ala fill their cover for Jannatul Firdaus. And Allah Ta'ala unite them, inshaAllah, on the day of Qiyamah. وَرْزُقْنِي بِرْرَهُمْ Yeah, four du'as, Shafat Bhai. You must learn it. Allahumma barik li fi awladi. First and foremost, Allah bless me through our children. And Allah keep them out of danger. And Allah help them to obey you. And the last one, and Allah bless us with their good deeds. So subhanAllah, may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Alhamdulillah, yes, uh, you and I have a common friend whom I call the undertaker who's a counselor now, uh, Ahmad Parak. And yeah, Alhamdulillah is doing sterling work there. And he loves you a lot, uh, Molana. He talks very highly of you all the time. Uh, looking at uh, this uh, question here, it says, uh, Molana Salim Karim, uh, please uh, uh, advise us. Uh, we, Papa had, uh, had a few mistresses when he passed on. He left us uh, well off, but uh, these mistresses, he took out insurance policies. Molana, they have uh, 10 times the amount that we inherited. What will be his Papa's condition in the cupboard? We are very disappointed that he did this to us. But now uh, someone said, don't be disappointed. Uh, Rosie comes from Allah. Make dua for your dad. Uh, Molan, how do you respond to this uh, query? This is very embarrassing right, to the family. Because when the truth comes out, sometimes it happened in so many instances that my father, for example, I'm just using an example, must have married secretly. He made the proper nikah. There was two witnesses. There was Mahar. There were a few of his friends, close friends. And in their presence, the Mulana or whoever performed the nikah, the nikah is valid. Right? Shahidaki zawajati. The hadith of the Prophet, your two witnesses have married you off. So if I say to a lady, in the presence of these two witnesses and with the X amount of mahar, I offer you myself in nikah. Do you accept me in your nikah in the presence of these two witnesses or more than three witnesses or five witnesses present? Do you accept me in your nikah? And she says yes. And technically in sharia, the nikah is valid. But that's not the sunnah way of doing it. Nobody should go and do it that way. I'm only explaining from a masla point of view. So sometimes some of us have made secret nikahs, right? It was done properly in the sense there were more than two witnesses, there were more people, but just obviously he did not do the right thing to inform his wife and children. But he made nikah according to Sharia. That's one separate thing. Number two, keeping mistresses and living a life of zina. This is absolutely gunai kabira. I'm not sure whether he made tawbah gee, and asked Allah for forgiveness. And all these mistresses, obviously, that nikah is not valid. In fact, there is no nikah. It is zina 
fornication through and through. So whatever they did and whatever they benefit, good luck to them. What me as the son of my father who did this, I have to make a lot of istighfar and tawbah for him. A lot of charity to be given out on his name. That Allah, my father made a mistake. He did wrong. Allah, maybe he has made tawbah before he's passed on. Yes, it's an embarrassment for us and the family. Allah, we do not want one set haram in our family. We are not entitled to anything. If they are getting millions of friends in insurance, good luck to them. They can go to Jahannam and they can go with that money. Gee, but Alhamdulillah, he provided for you halal risk. See, whatever you are getting from his inheritance, it's a ni'mat from Allah. Appreciate that. What outsiders or mistresses or whoever is none of your people's problem. You all need to do, inshallah, is to make tawbah, istighfar, and give a lot of charity on his name, hoping that Allah Ta'ala, for the mistakes and the gunai kabira he's committed, Allah will forgive him on the day of Qiyamah. Yeah, Molana, that's why I love having you on. And Alhamdulillah, your questions, you are, you know, you answer with so much of uh, confidence and uh, so much of sukun you give uh, to the people. And Alhamdulillah, you are non judgmental. Allah bless you for that. Uh, Molana, you know, when you and I talk, the barakah flows, the time flows. <laughs> we are coming to the tail end of the uh, segment here. Perhaps uh, your parting words uh, this evening. But by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, grant you and me tawfiq. You know, as they say, you know, mot ki hakikat, what is death? Chordo zindagi ka ye mela, Shafat bhai, suno. Chordo zindagi ka ye mela. Leave this enjoyment and fun and partying. Ji, jayega tu yaha se akela. You are going to go alone. And remember it. Always, every night, make muraqaba, meditate. How am I going to die? Who's going to carry me? Who's going to wash me and bathe me? Who's going to wrap me up in my coffin? Who's going to lower me in the body? When everybody, after they have filled the cover with the sand, are walking away, Malakal Maut and the angels will wake me up, and they will ask me the first question. Man nabiyyuk. Who was your Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Marrabbuk. Who was your Lord and your Creator? And Madinuk. What was your religion? What did you do? Nobody to help you. No advocate, no parent, no child, no son. You're going to be alone to answer. Ji. Leave this life of enjoyment and pleasure. Allah has got something greater for you in Jannah. You are definitely going to go alone. See, we got a beautiful body. I got a six pack. I'm bouncing and walking. My chest is out. We've got a smart hairstyle, subhanAllah. We've got big biceps, subhanAllah. Khubsurat haseen ye badan hai. Very beautiful body you got. Miss Universe. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the beautician. I'm going, yeah, subhanAllah, jau. 
इसको बेजान होना पड़ेगा दिस बॉडी हैज टू डाई द सोल हैज टू कम आउट यू नो एन यू ईट अ फ्रूट लाइक फॉर एग्जाम्पल बनाना इज अ वेरी टेस्टी फ्रूट यू थ्रो द फील अवे जी नाउ एन यू क्लोज योर आईज योर सोल बिकम्स द मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट थिंग द बॉडी मीन्स नथिंग जी समाइम पीपल क्राइम जी द बॉडी वॉज क्रश The body will turn into dust and sand. Minha khalaqnakum wa fiha nu'idukum wa minha nukhrijukum taratan ukhra. Allah created us from sand. We are going to return to sand and we are going to wake up from sand. But once the soul leaves the body, the soul is now the most active in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Most precious body that you are developing is ko bejaan hona parega. you'll have to leave it behind and then allah is going to ask you those three questions so make muraqaba of maut maut se pehle sab ko maaf kar do ji may allah taala give us tawfeeq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alamin jazakallah khairan maulana salim karim inshallah tomorrow we'll be talking to you on pertinence uh, punctuated and perhaps uh, yeah you will be giving us a topic allah keep you allah bless you you have a beautiful evening ahead and inshallah as i said we'll talk to you soon assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh assalamu rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Yes, sir. Beautiful indeed. Uh, Nasia coming through from uh, Morana Salim Karim, and Alhamdulillah, we really appreciate all those uh, questions uh, that they sent to us. And I, you know, I've got a big file here. And uh, whenever Morana decides on which topic to talk on, uh, we I quickly get into these files and look into it. And Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, there's hundreds and hundreds of questions there. And Allah bless you. You know, as an inquiring ummah, uh, you know, it makes a big difference in the lives. of uh, you know as as individual by asking it cost you nothing to ask nothing you just ask the question and you may be ignorant for that few hours but once the answer comes the ignorance goes away and then you become uh, fortified uh, with uh, yeah with knowledge rabbi zidni ilma yes sir time for us to go for our break and inshallah we will uh, continue after that uh, with uh, ibrahim faracha on his segment travel express <laughs>